Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, 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 and welcome down to the Rough Cut Golf Podcast, your weekly look into the minds of some of the finest golf journalists on the face of planet Earth, currently <laughs> residing in this room in Manchester. And what a room it is this evening. I have to say this may be a new record. The meter has reached peak, and we are at <laughs> about 35 degrees celsius oh. in this office today if you are working in fahrenheit that's about 160 degrees i am joined i'm not sure that's entirely accurate but i am joined by mick and by jacob for this episode kieran is currently swanning around the south coast mm. and it's a very exciting week mm, because very. we have another major we yes. have the u S Open installment number three of the golf's biggest event is happening this week and it is happening at LA Golf and Country Club. Which, by the way, looks incredible. Yeah, it looks so, so good. We'll get into it a little bit more as we go further on, but Ooh. the excitement is building up. Um, it, looks, building. it looks very cool. It is. It's a new course to many people uh, who will be watching this. It's a new one on me. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into a little bit about what we've been um, doing this week, our picks for the US Open, our teams, and all the fun stuff. So Indeed. if you haven't already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching this and follow us on your favorite podcast provider. Yeah. We would love you to be part of the Rough Cut Golf community. And talking about the Rough Cut Golf community, what have we been up to this week? Let's throw it over to Mick. What have we been up to this week? Um, well, we since... Oh, wow. Actually, since the last podcast, we, well, you played a very highly ranked golf course in the uh, northern regions of our country, Royal Birkdale. I did. I also played Wallasey as well. Oh, you played Wallasey? How dare you forget that. I'm <laughs> so sorry, Wallasey crew. Um, I only kind of say that with a mock uh, vehemence because I have to say, I think Wallasey might be my new favorite course on the Northwest yeah, Coast. Yeah, you've got a bit mm. of a, a love affair uh, on, setting up with Wallasey. Honestly, it was in incredible condition. So here in the Northwest of England, we are blessed with some amazing, amazing links courses. Played at Birkdale and it was looking fantastic. It was looking crispy. We've yeah. not had a great amount of rain um, for this time of year. I believe the word silver was used mm. multiple <laughs> times. It up. was looking very, very, yeah. very silvery. Oh. When a when a links course I really gets burnt out, it just takes on this beautiful that, like sheen as well, isn't it? Yeah, kind of like, it's yeah. it's kind of like the the glow of a you know seventy year old silver fox. You know, it's just <laughs> wow, mm, you know, sexy in you know, an old kind of way. You know, what we did have also we had a little bit of um, you know in you know those those scenes in Top Gun where the like runway is you can see the heat yeah, coming yeah, off yeah, the yeah. road. It was a bit like that, like yeah. looking down the fairways at uh, Royal Birkdale. It was just. It was so, like I got sunburnt while we were out there because, you know, yeah. I didn't look after myself. Look, um, put sun cream on, kids. Yeah. Wear sun cream and drink loads yeah. of water. In fact, we're going to drink some water right now. 
Uh, yeah, if you uh, if you are watching this and you do see sweat profusely rolling down <laughs> our faces, we really are not joking. It is uh, into the mid thirties in yeah. this office. One of the curses of having our work establishment in what was formerly the biggest cotton mill in the world. In the world, yes, mm. has its bonuses and its negatives. It's a beautiful building with much history. However, we are in the top floor and the roof is quite literally made of metal. So when it is the winter, it is cold. And when it is in the summer, boy, oh boy, that sweat dripping right down into my butt crack is telling me it is hot <laughs> right sake. now. Um, talking hey, to- podcast is all about descriptive, yeah, yeah, yeah. animated. Yeah, exactly. the, word, the, word, the word moist yeah. needs to be used. We are all a little bit moist right yeah. now. Would, so- you, would you prefer to play? Sorry to cut you up. Would you prefer to play golf in like absurd heat or like yes or or <laughs> too cold? Heat. heat. Yeah, heat. Definitely. Really? Yeah. Well, I've played, so I played golf in Vegas in the middle of summer and it was wow. like mid 40s. Yeah, Death Valley. But it was quite weird because it was so incredibly hot, but it was also an incredibly dry heat. So it was mid 40s and I was hardly sweating because yeah. the sweat was just leaving my body as soon as it appeared. Mm. I, it was it was a strange thing. It was me and Rick. We played Dragon Ridge, and after nine holes, I'd drunk like nine bottles of water, mm. and I was very confused because I not had to go for a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you You're know, like, isn't oh, it? My, my body is just using all of this. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'd, so that was yeah, that was a bit odd. So definitely, definitely hot. Um, There's no warm up either. You just no, you just just. Shorts and a t-shirt, <laughs> swing easy. No, not that you warm yeah, up anyway. True, but yeah. <laughs> Razzle Kaima, when we played night golf in Razzle Kaima, it was a little bit like that. It was Sweaty. Like, yeah, you get to the you get to the first team, and I'm like, I'm not even hitting anything. I'm already dripping. Mm. Yeah, but you know, know what? Hey ho, this is the most British thing ever. You know, talking yeah. about the weather and trying to find <laughs> complaints about the beautiful sunny weather. Oh, we can, yeah, we can complain. We just want to play up to the stereotype. Uh, we want to make sure we do it. Absolutely. <laughs> the um. The Birkdale video, though, that we did film whilst we were there is a part of a new series with mm. me and Matt Fryer and Shotscope. Um, I was also with Shotscope today oh, at right. Formby. Wow. Which is another incredible links on the northwest. On the same coast. <laughs> of England. Um, and that, again, was looking very, very crispy. Um, it, it's an interesting one, really, because a lot of golf clubs around the northwest of England, and to be fair, most parts of England, really, when it's starting to get now, you know, through macro environmental changes, <laughs> things are getting warmer, and a lot of clubs are suddenly switching on their irrigation systems mm. for the first times in, like, decades, and they're just not working. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just not needed normally around yeah, here. I've never had to water this course before. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just unheard of. Um, so there's going to be a lot of work if you're good at laying pipe uh, around here <laughs> to, get okay. some, uh, to get some irrigation systems back up and running. Yeah. Lord above. Well, I would... I would Expect in the next few days we'll get our impending thunderstorms and it, rain. Yeah, we had it's some, already happening outside. Yeah, oh, we, had, okay. we had a little bit well, over the go. weekend, didn't we? So we're in Manchester. We had like we had soccer aid yesterday mm-hmm. at Old Trafford. We also had park life. Park life, yeah. And there were like we were watching the weather because I was invited to go to park life. I didn't end up going because I saw that there was like imminent thunderstorms mm. and torrential downpours, and I was like, do I want to be stood? In a field, trying to enjoy the 1975 while I'm getting rained on. Well, you could have been camping in the field whilst getting rained on. Mm. Oh, is that what you... Oh, Yes. Is that what you were doing? That is what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I was in my house, you know, just, you know, sipping a nice cold beverage. And <sighs> Honestly. I mean, it was, it was fine. So Carly, my missus, loves to go camping. And she has been badgering me for quite some time to go camping. And we just picked a lovely Friday night and then an absolutely don't oh, hear the thunder. Is that wow. thunder yeah, 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 Wow. And an absolutely soaking Saturday because this went overhead. Wow. And it smashed it down. But you know what? It's all part about getting in nature. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. And boy, one with the elements that. and all that. Yes. <laughs> As if you don't spend enough time outside. <laughs> yeah, true. But do like, you know what I do for my job? It's a bit more of a controlled environment though, isn't it? Like golf courses, you know, you're out there for a few hours, you can come back in if it is getting pretty torrential. When you're stuck in the middle of a field in a tent, you're, yeah, you're, you're not going, going anywhere. Go, yeah. Did you have any wines or any beers to tide the tide the uh Tied it yourselves over. Yeah, I had, had a few beers, but to be honest, they weren't really going down that well. Oh. Uh, You've been on a little bit of a health kick recently, haven't a, you? A little. 
just like a, a tiny fraction of one. Like we are, there's health kicks and mine is more of a health trip. Like right. a, little, a little stumble. Okay. Yeah, it's not a full step yet. Okay. Um, the reason being is because um, you are going to attempt something which is going to require you to be very fit. We're not going to attempt it, mate. We're going to smash it out of the park. Okay. Well, good. We're going to smash something out of the park which is going to require you to be very fit. <laughs> um, we're, we haven't told people what it's called yet, but basically Pete is going to cycle down the entire country and over the course of 20 days play 10 golf courses, cycle a thousand miles and we're going to film the entire thing and it's going to be absolute chaos. Yeah. Um, for this, you will not only need to generate some sort of stamina for the golf, because there's going to be a lot of golf. Um, you will also need to, you know, harden your buttocks because you're going to be sat on a bike for 20 consecutive days between rounds of golf. I mean, I'm going to be stood up at times as well. You're not. Like pedaling away. You know how hard <laughs> that is to do? Yeah, my, honestly, my, I, I honestly, I'm doing, I am doing training and... The actual miles on the bike, I'm not overly concerned about. Like, we've done the mapping of the route, um, and this has been kind of in the works for, like, about a year and a half now. Yeah. We've, we've so done, much so that we have a map yeah. You know, yeah. with all the m yeah. routes marked on it. And we've we finally kind of, like, managed to push it through this year, get it done, uh, to do it this year. Mm. But there's, I think there's, there's one stint which is worrying me, which is, um, I think it's the third from last day. Yeah, it's from Clevedon Golf Club down to Tiverton, maybe. Okay, but between that kind of those points, there's almost no golf courses, and it's like a seventy mile stretch. Mm. And that at the end of the trip is can't find like a range or a par three or something nah, to like nah, fill, nah, fill nah, in nah. the gap. Nah, Can we go I'm, find a golf shop? <laughs> Do some I mean, putting. <laughs> I've, got, I've got all the courses identified, um, and I'm very excited about which ones that we're going to be playing. It's going to be some really cool ones. We are going to be getting you guys involved as well yes. um when we're playing these matches we're going to try and organize guests to play with when you're coming down all of this will keep getting announced as it's confirmed uh within more, the next uh, sorry the, the apocalypse is happening <laughs> outside so it's just <laughs> yeah uh so yeah it, just stay tuned it's gonna be very 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 exciting we're gonna be raising money for a very good cause mm. as well um and talked about raising money for a very good cause. We have just done the twenty-five grand video yeah. with Andy Carter. Just, the, just, just before, there's a lot that's happening. There's a lot. <laughs> just, just before we get to the to the um, tiny tickers video, um, if you want to be more involved than everyone else in the cycle mission, join the Discord. If on, on the Discord there's a room which is called Guest Book, and if you put on the on the Guest Book page, if you put where you are from, your local golf course, when we are planning the route, if you are within a kind of acceptable range, we will get in touch with you and say, come and meet us. We're going to go and play this golf course. We're going to be here approximately this time. Come walk the course with us. Come cycle with Pete. Do whatever you want to do. But you, all of that information is going to be shared in the Discord. So mm. all of the Discord people will have that information first. If you want to join the Discord, it's down below. Yeah, I need to um, need to get on top of it a little bit. Like we announced this uh, just over like a couple of weeks ago, maybe now. Yep. Um, and I've already had lots of messages and yep. emails about mm. offers of help and like offers to stay places. If we've not got back to you yet, I apologize. It's just I wasn't really prepared for the amount of offers <laughs> sure. that have come in so quickly. So yeah, yeah. Pete announced it and then went on a two-week trip of playing golf every day. So. Yeah, so I've, I've, I've just not been there, there with that. Yeah. Um, tiny tickers. Tiny tickers, yeah. So... Bit of a double header, really. So, in earlier this year at the waste management uh, over in Phoenix, we did a video with Whoop, uh, which was a nearest to pin competition. There was loads of people taking part, and I finished second. If you not watched the video, please do. Mm -hmm. um, which earned me twenty five grand to donate to charity. Um, donated that to a local animal shelter in Phoenix and that kind of money is just cleared through into their account. So cool. So I got an email <laughs> off those guys. It must have been quite a surprise. Um, because, I'd say. You know, that <laughs> I, all, all, all I literally did was like Google best charities in Arizona and that like came up. Yeah. And obviously, you know, me, I love dogs and I was like, well, that's, that's just going to happen. Yeah. So it must have been a nice surprise for that to land. Um, and then within the same week, we've just done a video with Andy Carter where we played for 25K. We agreed to donate it to charity and in the end, it's all gone to tiny tickers which are charity 
uh, which Andy's very involved with because of a situation that he had with his own daughter. So if you not watched that video, make sure you do. But it kind of feels weird. It's like a, a 50 grand week. Yeah. There's, There's like, a lot of donations just, going on at other Finch Golf Media yeah, bank accounts. Just a charitable man now, aren't you? Very, yeah, wasn't, very charitable. Wasn't it one of the goals, like we, we set out some goals for the year, numbers to do with, you know, views and uh, videos we wanted to make, people we wanted to film with, places we want to go to, all great. One of the goals for the year was to um, try and donate more to charity. Yeah, I mean, the, the goal for the year overall is 100K. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. like to, to Halfway there, to, Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, like we're halfway there. We're, I, I would say that we're probably more than halfway there because we've. I, I can think of some other times where there's been... Have we, done, have we done any other charity stuff this year yet? No, no, not yet. I don't think so. What am I thinking no, of? I bought a poppy and put uh, a pound no, that's in. That's close enough. Is that, yeah. Does that count? Yeah, that would do. 50,001 pounds. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I always think that like we've got uh, such a big audience now um, and it's fantastic that you guys kind of watch our stuff and get involved that... Yeah, we've we've got an opportunity to actually do something which is mm. just a little bit more than make videos. Yeah. Um and it's something that we've not done really before. Um and I'm very excited that there's this possibility that we can use you guys, we can kind of get our partners involved to kind of create something very special over the next few years. So yeah. big thank you to anyone who will donate to the Ooh, Bleep that out. No gave the Kieran, name, we're going to bleep that out. Kieran's going to edit this tomorrow. of the trip away. Don't. Whew. Don't let anyone, don't <laughs> well, let anyone know what this yeah, is. We'll, uh, it's we'll, got a very cool name. Yeah, we'll get back onto that. Um, good luck to Rick as well, who is doing oh, a yes. current cycle ride on, from Rick St. Andrews to uh, Royal Liverpool in his little two-seater. Yeah. yeah, that thing looks fun, doesn't it? Try, I don't know what you call it. It's like a go-kart. The summer of cycling, isn't it? I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a very cycle-heavy summer. Everyone, get on a bike. Get active. Yeah. <laughs> it's a way to be about. Drink some water and sun cream yourself and then go for a cycle. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to donate to that's prostate cancer, um, really good cause, make sure you go yeah, check 100%. his socials out. Yeah. I'm sure if you've not seen it already. Um, and talking about things that we've not seen already, seamless link into the US Open. Oh, he's oh, done it. wow. He got us all the way there. Because we haven't seen this course before. Now, my knowledge of this course, I know it's kind of hosted a Walker Cup. I know it's had some like college event um, over in the States as well. But like genuinely, the pictures from this week are the first pictures I'm seeing. Yep. It also feels like... A little bit of a low-key build-up to this US Open. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think the the location of the of the US Open has been the talking point, and almost like the actual golf course has sort of gone by the wayside. Mm. It's. Um. I was. I, I mean, I I was taking a, a trip down, learning the course today. I've not seen it before. I've not known much about it before. One of the first things I usually do when a major comes round is watch either the Golf Digest or Fried Egg video where they give yeah. you the, the yeah. flyovers of the holes shout, and it shout, just gives you a... Big shout out to Golf Digest and particularly the Fried Egg. That video is... Yeah, just very, gives and you... And that podcast about it is also very, very it good. It just gives you such a great perspective of, of what the players are going to be up against this week. Yeah. And it, I, I came away from it. We watched it this morning, Mick, and I just came away from it in awe, really, of like yeah. what this course is going to be. There's a, a lot of a lot of um, challenges that maybe we haven't seen um, in the majors yet this year. Yep. We were talking particularly about the length of the par threes, mm -hmm. the like double breaking fairways on the on the longer holes. Yep. Um, yeah, it's going to be a the the kind of like wild bunkering is something yeah. that we've not kind of experienced yet this year mm. it's going to be a very interesting test i'm going to ramble off a few uh facts about the course just to kind of set up for you guys and also for you listening as well if you haven't seen or heard about the course before so the us open this week is being hosted at the los angeles country club mm -hmm. funny mm -hmm. enough in la yep. yeah in the, in the Los Angeles area. It, correct, mm -hmm. yeah. In California. Uh, it is 7,200 yards to the members, but I think it's going to play about 7.5 this week. <laughs> which, Good you know... Lord above. I, I have questions about the yardages. We will get back onto that. Okay, okay. <laughs> Playing as a pass 70 as well at that length. So it's. I think, I think the setup is five par threes. Um, three par fives and then obviously the rest made up with par fours. Love that. I don't think they've snuck a random par six in somewhere. No, they God, should chuck one in. Par two, mate. Trick, would that ever happen? Would they chuck a? Would a major ever do that? Because I mean, uh, it depends on the course, I guess. And stop stopping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the architect is George C. Thomas Jr. I mean, you all know the guy. Come on, oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> big, big TJ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Poor yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, established in 1897, 126 years ago for those. And I did that quick math. You know, that was incredible. Uh, yeah, I know. Wow. It was good, that one. Yeah. And I think in 1912, it had some adjustments. Yeah, I as it, yeah. As it, yeah, yeah. Pete was alive then. <laughs> it's big news. As it, as it has, I think, in 2010, I think they did some sort of major restoration stuff, which is a kind of similar narrative that we were sort of told with um, Oak Hill. And yep. sort of the, the okay. transitions they made. Yeah. So did you see the before pictures from like 2009 and 10 mm. before they started? I can't. Was it Gil Hans? Who, who, who was it? Who uh, was, yeah, who I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. The w- we're gonna, obviously you're going to come onto it, but the kind of um, waste areas, the kind of like up uh, grown up bunkers, the rough kind of bits, um, they were all grass. Mm. So it was all like very, very tame. Oh no! I've hit it down into the sand, into the trap, and it's just like tight mown grass that you can just clip straight out of. So they made it much more difficult. Yeah, the, the the bunkers are kind of the first thing that you know you that you notice when you watch. I mean, the Golf Digest and the Fried Egg are always really good for flyovers and interactive videos where you can kind of get a feel for what the course is going to be like before. So one of the things I definitely do before the majors come round. So if you haven't done that, I would recommend doing so. Yeah, I believe Finish also, listening to this first. Yeah, but, I believe know, the, also the No Laying Up guys did a uh, like a match play thing on there, um, which was really useful because it, you actually got to sh- see the shot tracers mm. and you you know you got to kind of get a feel for how putts were going to break and stuff. From so, eye level yeah. rather than yeah, mm, really good. bird level. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not playing that, Kieran. No, not, not yet, not yet. The, uh, so the bunkering is kind of one of the sort of characteristics, I suppose, and it has that sort of rough edginess that Comporter kind of had, that it was a bit, yeah, yeah. you know, not necessarily untouched, but looked edgy, rough, but how it's meant to be, basically. Um, just on an aside, yep. for the new series that, you, you, that we've started with Matt Fryer. Right, okay, detour, but go on. Let me just slip this back into reverse. <laughs> okay. That we filmed at Birkdale. Back we go. Um when it comes to Comporter, do you actually think that that is that an official course record? No. Why, mate? We made our own tees <laughs> out of pine cones. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. We've made our own tees. Damn it. Uh, anyway, yeah, okay. We're, we're just talking about course. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I just I'm, di- I'm easily distracted. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so a lot of the bunkering is is as I explained very very interesting to look at, and also kind of the greenside bunkers will tend to maybe start further back into the fairways. So whether that kind of stops players being able to sort of run up shots and be a bit mm. more creative, so to speak. Yep. But hey ho, we'll wait and see. The the course were well, one of the big things that it's covered by uh, barrancas, which are dormant riverbeds. For those who don't know what barrancas are, which I didn't, but well, now I know. It's a learning podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't really do much about geography in school. I was okay, but a lot of colouring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> lot of colouring. <laughs> Three types of rock. I feel like I learned about <laughs> volcanoes. <laughs> metamorphic sedimentary. Oh, Mick, go into the corner <laughs> and colour in this book. <laughs> Don't literally for today. Literally, and I loved colouring in the sea. These uh, <laughs> these dormant riverbeds, they run they run through the course quite extensively, and they are sort of utilised as hazard areas. They've quite a sandy, deserty kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, they're they're positions where you don't want to end up in basically apparently mm. they flooded in earlier in the year as well and they actually became rivers yeah so yeah i, I heard a similar thing that they can actually retake water in and become sort of a hazard i suppose but i don't think there's going to be any rain this time no not the not that i've heard but anyway if they get what just happened here for a couple of days and mm. they might do ah. the um i was i was looking to see because one of one of the big things about la country club is that as you've mentioned we haven't got anything to really go off there. Like yeah, no, no major has been there. Yeah. I think the 2017 Walker Cup is kind of the only real sort of, I don't want to say major because it's not, but like extensive event that's happened there. So I was trying to find out if there was any guys that had any comments on it or anything they sort of felt. And I know there's a few players and I think Lowry was one of them that in February when he missed the cut at the waste management, he went and played it. Mm. And I think a lot of guys were umming and ahhing about doing the same thing because the conditions are probably going to be different now to what they were when he went. And one of the things he was speaking about with the greens was that they are now bent grass greens and a lot of them um, go front to back. So just another thing to be thinking of when you're front picturing... Front to back? Yeah. So they slope away from Oh, you. sorry, back to front. Oh, good Lord. 
back to front. I was about to say it's the most That's evil golf course of know, all time. Yeah, I mean, we've got to get that stuff right because that is like a literally complete opposite. Yeah, yeah no, back to front. Uh, people yeah. are going to be ripping it back from the back of those greens thinking, yeah. wow, they're really, they're really <laughs> good. To, to they're, they're oddly receptive. These back old wedges have suddenly got more spin on them. Come on, Jacob, you've made notes, read them. So. Yeah, it's bloody hot in here, but you, you can't <laughs> be excused for that. I know, uh, well, you know. <laughs> That'll be known as a, a reverse Redan green, by the way. Oh, thank you oh, for anyone who wants to know that. How did you know? Um, I know what a Redan a Redan green. Yeah, uh, is the first Redan green was built in North Berwick. It's named after I'm almost sure Mr. Redan. It's named after a type of like fortification that was used in the Crimean War or something like that. It's basically a bank which is built up, and then the slope goes away from that bank on the other side. Okay, and then there was, fun. there was like a member at uh, North Berwick or who kind of made this Redan green, which slopes up at the front and then it runs away from the golfer. So a reverse, da- a reverse Redan is the green that's built up at the back and slopes towards the player. Okay. Wow. There you go. You learn something every day. Uh, I re- is- uh, 75% of that's right. <laughs> oh, don't, don't come back on it now. I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure it's all right. <laughs> I was bloody sick. The uh, bunkers mentioned, the greens mentioned, the fairways, apparently so, are very cambering. They're very um, yeah oscillating. They're very... The, yeah, they've, they've got a bit of a augustry vibe. What I've picked up from them is they're actually they're quite wide as well yes. mm-hmm. to yeah. account for if the course does dry out because there are quite severe slopes. Like you don't want them just like all going yeah. off into the rough, so they give them a little bit of leeway. There. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's definitely the case. But they they had mentioned in the video and from what I could gauge is that they do have a natural camber into the rough, which is a Bermuda rough. I see. Jeez, this, this is, is the like, thick. Like, LA Country Club trivia, this, yeah. isn't it? This is the first time that we've had Bermuda Rough in a US Open since 2014. Yeah. And, and you know what? I can. Yeah. I, can't, I can't wait and for I this. And I, for one, I went. I was on the streets. Bring back <laughs> Bermuda. Bring back the Bermuda Rough. Um, who's who's the guy who's particularly good out of Bermuda grass? Is it Jordan Spieth? Sounds probably. He's pretty good out of any grass, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. I think at the PGA they were saying, ooh, this rough is going to play into you know XYZ person's mm. hands because it's Bermuda. I was like, okay. Probably <laughs> Brooks's. No, yeah. 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 Uh, it did, it, in fact, yeah. Um, we spoke about the ind- uh, the undulations, and then there is some quite severe elevation changes as well throughout the course, from yeah. off tees to greens, yeah. from fairways up. Like, there's a lot. I think there's a few blind shots out there, which I know are hit and miss with certain people. I know, Pete, you look quite like them, but hey ho, I'm not going to go yeah, too much into that right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, you it, don't mind. is it because you don't have to worry about where you're hitting it? No, you no, can't I see just, it anyway. I just think it's, I think it's nice to have that little bit of variation. The, the only the only point I don't like a blind tee shot is like a par three. He's like, oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I can't gauge this. Yeah, and like there was one at um, Abu Dhabi, wasn't there? Do you remember that it was it was like maybe like the third hole or something like that, and it was kind of you just had to hit it through the oh yeah yeah, the yeah, valley yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you with me yeah yeah horrible. We're in the same room. Good. Have you ever played Heaton Park Golf Course in North Manchester? No. Uh, I have, yeah. Six of the first eight tee shots are blind. What a foul those series, weren't they? Oh, there you go. <laughs> that, was, that was a great day. That was, uh, I pretty much like topped my tee shot off the first. Yeah, that's blind over the hill. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just kind of scrambled over, thinned my approach kind of to the right of the green, then hold like a 50 footer. <laughs> and I was like, boom, it's gonna be, <laughs> this is going to be my day. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Just final more f- few things on the course. So the one of the lines that I quite liked, which I just kind of just presents modern golf, I suppose, is LACC is perfectly equipped to withstand any bomb and gouge tactics. So, I mean, you know, Bryson. Thinking Bryson at, um, where was he? Uh, Wingfoot. Wingfoot, thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the natural kind of reaction to when the US Open comes around is let's look for guys that can hit it quite far because the course is going to be super, super long. Also fairly accurate. Yeah. And then if they're 80 yards away from the hole, it doesn't matter because they're in the rough. They can hit it closer than that from 170 yards yeah i mean i think this from what i've seen of the course what i've seen of the flyovers um obviously the fairway's been relatively wide when it goes into the rough the rough is very thick mm-hmm. so the, the thing is like it, <laughs> bomb and gouge is a tactic used in golf where you can just smash it as far as you want and as long as the you know, you, you can yeah, smash it as far as you want, gouge it out of the rough, try and get it up and around the green. 
um, stats show the further down the hole you get, the more advantage you have because out of the rough with a sand wedge, you're going to be more accurate than a six iron from the fairway. It's yeah. that kind of tactic. Yeah. I don't really think you can bomb and gouge proof a golf course mm. in many respects. Yeah. Um, but, you know, because wing foot was meant to be a bomb and gouge proofish course. Mm-hmm. And yet the biggest bomb and gouger won. One, yeah. Because yeah. he was the best at bombing and gouging. Yeah, yeah. It it just doesn't really work for me. Um but I I'm, I'm interested to see what this course is going to be like as well because of the randomness of some of these holes and some of these yardages. Yeah. You know, we're starting with a I think the first hole is 590 yard par 5. Yep. Love a par 5 to start. Yeah, yeah. love that. Apparently like quite an easy hole as well, like quite gettable. Yeah. So and like I, I just love it. Uh, par four and a in, bit apparently in regards to like wide open fairways that's by the looks of and it isn't it very straight as, as, well. as it can be yeah it looks <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like a walk in the park yeah I just love it but it's, it's so random because like you, you get that and you're like okay get, we're getting into it and then you've got par fours which are well over 500 yards yep. you've got par threes which are 290 yards you've got par threes which are 130 yards you've got par fours which are 300 yards 10 yards longer than the par three. Yep. There's a par three that actually scales down to like 78 yards or something. It's it, the it, shortest yeah. they can have it. So that, that's one of the things as well that, you know, we've seen this with the USPGA um, throughout all of their their open events is that they can manipulate the tees, they can manipulate the pin position so much on this course in particular that you kind of have to disregard the, the yardages they're giving for you now. for now. Yeah, yeah. Because as you can say, there's a par three, which I think, come which, which hold on top of my head, is being shown as about 130 yards yeah. yeah but can play it 79 yards which I absolutely love yeah. I love a tiny little I can't oh, I'd l- I, that was, yeah. uh, it's gonna it's gonna it's a completely different level of golf the level's the same but it's a different skill set isn't it because you're <laughs> the bomb and gouge people suddenly go ah <laughs> everyone else can get very close to this as well mm-hmm. so. yeah but the, the, this is the thing like bomb and the one thing I don't like, I'm just going to get this on my chest. Yeah, do it. The one thing I don't like about people who say, oh, you know, we want to try and make this not a bomb and gouge golf course and, you know, we want to um, kind of protect it against the people who can hit it the furthest. Massive newsflash, which probably hasn't escaped everybody. People who smash the ball a long way, you know what? Generally, if they're playing on the PGA Tour, they're pretty good wedge players as well. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's yeah, they not, didn't get there by accident. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not like these guys are crap with their short clubs. You, know, you look at Brooks at the US PGA, unreal with his wedges. You know, the, these guys are yeah. good all around. Mm-hmm. Just got that off my chest. Yeah, and there are ways to protect the course yeah. without thickening up the rough. The 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 difference is that these guys, even if you try and protect it, even if you put trees in front of the green, they'd find a way to get on the green and to get close. Yeah. Like Victor Hovland is a perfect example of this. Like he didn't like the fairway that he was presented. So he just went down the opposite one because it was a better shot in. He can hit it long yeah. enough. Like people whose brains and whose skill sets allow them to do that kind of thing end up winning these kind of things. They did so. that Oak Hill before the week before they started. They brought in an internal out of bounds because players were starting to realize that they could go like up 11 or something to hit into the sixth. Something like that. Love yeah. that. And Internal they just decide. Just get more and more annoyed. And another thing I hate yeah. about golf. <laughs> internal out of bounds. Imagine, imagine your ball goes into an internal out of bounds and lands up in someone else's divot. Oh, yeah. The pain. Th- but again, so just to round off sort of general sort of course understanding and getting a better picture is one of the things I just really like about this course is that it just seems like it's kind of a amalgamation of like every type of golf course. What the way that they're saying that it's going to be quite burnt out, the way with the undulations, the way that it runs up to the greens, has a bit of a linksy feel. The different elevation mm-hmm. changes, the different um, humps and bumps, and again movements on the fairways has got sort of a bit of a Augusta Kapalua kind of vibe. Okay. There's there's trees to avoid. There's bunkers to avoid. There's it, it there's there's not sort of one thing that this course is, and it seems like not only for the spectator watching that they're it's going to be amazing to see, but it feels like that there is more golfers in play to win, I feel, than just the classic, let's see who hits it really far. Mm. Okay. Not a great deal of water. No, not a deal of water. Um, Rivers are dried up. Yeah, the brankers, mate. (laughs) You used to have water. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day. Now those barrankers are dry. The rivers run dry. 
Mm. Mm. Unless it rains. I think I've said the word barankas more times in the last 30 minutes than I have in my entire life. Yeah. Tell you. This is why this is why the Rough Cut podcast brings new names, new words, Absolutely. and new educations yeah. to the golf. Just just on the just on the point of what you're saying about like the long distances, I think there's I think three of the par threes are over 225 yards. Then there's the three for par fives, and then I think six of the par fours are over 480. Mm. I think I, the, I think the 290 par 3, I think that's probably the signature role because you have that view of downtown LA as well. Oh, you, this is the one you're hitting back up towards the clubhouse? Yeah. No, uh, no, 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 no. The 11th is the one that's the par 3 down. Yeah, kind of uh, down. The 9th is the one up to up, the clubhouse. The, clubhouse yeah. And the, yeah, got, the 11th is crazy. Yeah, and it's got a... Well, thing I do like about holes like that, it's got this like uh, landing area just to like short left where you can like hit fairway wood and like bound yes. it down yeah, and yeah, on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I do remember the one. Yes, yeah, yeah. there's a, a barranca or a brook. <laughs> <laughs> running just in front of that landing area, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I like holes like that. That gives you a few kind of options. So it should be a fairly interesting US Open by the looks of it. I don't think they're going to go for making it impossible, uh, which is something that a lot of people do like to see at US Open. They want to see these golfers struggle as much as humanly possible. Yeah. I think it's going to be tough, but I think the scoring might be a little bit lower than in previous years by what other people have been saying. I generally think that most people have come around to the US Open being the hardest major and mm. actually okay. embracing that a little yeah. bit. Mm. Um, you know, the the problem the the US Open and the US PGA had in the past was like they were just getting a bit close together. There was there was no separation between the two. US PGA still doesn't for me have a massive identity but the us open does have that it is the hardest testing golf yeah so i do still want to see these tour pros suffer a little yeah. bit do you want to see the pga go back to match play oh, i would yeah 100 percent, but it's never gonna happen so no, i wouldn't do it the p yeah the pga it's you, you feel now is more so actually kind of trending towards a us open style event more so than any other way really listen we don't know they don't know nobody knows they just uh, pick a course uh, and apart from have at it. Apart from having a massive trophy. That trophy it's is a too great trophy. It's too big. No, nah, it's a great trophy. trophy. Too big. No, I love it. Ostentatious. It's, it's, the trophy's too big. The trophy should be too big mm. for someone to pick yeah, up. You won't be saying that if you were picking it up there. I would. I'd be like, bloody hell, this, this is, is too big. big <laughs> why, do you, why do you think they make it that Brooks wins every year? Because he's the only man who can pick it up. Oh, yeah. yeah, flex them biceps. Bryson broke it by accident. <laughs> so we will, we will see how it all plays out. I mean, who we've obviously got our teams we have um, yeah. for the majors this year has anyone got the standings I have so Ooh, yes. what happened at the start of this year so myself and um, Kieran who's not here Jacob and Mick we all picked a roster of four players the position that they finish in the major so obviously Brooks last time who's on Kieran's team he finished first he gets one point and it is the person with the lowest number of points at the end of the year, which mm -hmm. will win. The person with the highest number of points loses and has to refill the cabinet, <laughs> which I narrowly avoided after yeah. Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, my. Oh, oh, we have about, about, talked about no, Fleetwood. You know what? I, w I just started to get over that. <laughs> now, now I'm back in the depths. Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm in it. Tommy, man. It, oh. in, in all fairness, like that's the... I would say that felt. I know he's been in position before. That felt like the closest. That, that, was, the, that was the closest. That was that unbelievable. Was, that was the closest. I sat and watched him and prepared for a final day, day four, potential push to mm. win on the PGA Tour. And it's never like he's been there, but he shoots one under, and other guys shoot six under, and he's nowhere near. Yeah. You know, we're talking playoff, and then what I can't decide is either the best way to lose or the worst way to lose. I think sometimes, because you can say it in a sense that really, you know, that last hole, Tommy parred it to get in the playoff. You would fancy him to make a birdie on that hole most occasions. That first playoff, though, when he made that birdie putt. That's, oh. that's the thing. Like the, the What you say about Tommy is like in the past, he's he's never looked like he's gone out and attacked it. He's, no. he's just like, it, it's always felt like he's never quite yeah. had his full game on that last day yeah that wasn't the case yesterday it just looked like he was in control he was swinging it great he was putting unbelievable he hold that put in the playoff to keep it going yeah and then nick taylor i mean anytime it was a, it was a freaky week look, yeah like, the, you can look at it two ways that nick taylor i mean it was almost i love a narrative i love mm. a story and it was obviously just 
written in the stars is if you want to if you um and you know in the in the environment that tommy was having to try and win though i say they always go oh he hasn't won his first one in america theoretically he wasn't in america so you know we, that's <laughs> true um and then nick tell obviously became you know a canadian to win the yeah. canadian open for the first that time was, in so so long that was the longest part he's hold in his in his career in his career and he just have to be for an eagle yeah. in a playoff to win and again not to you know, because I, actually I'll fight Nick Taylor's argument or case here is that actually Tommy should have won it the two previous holes. He had two looks at birdie, yeah, which yeah, he should have, yeah. well, at least should have made one of them. And they, they were bad putts. I, I was quite, watching that playoff, I obviously wanted Tommy to win, but at the same time, like, I, 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 I'm I not upset that Nick Taylor got that victory no, in that way. Just because it was such a great yeah, scene, it was yeah. such a great story, it was such a great finish. And <laughs> Hadwin got yeah, tackled. I, say, we, we, yes, <laughs> I completely so, forgot the Hadwin. So funny. The footage of the slow-mo is, it is it's it's so, good. so good. If someone's filmed it, like, on a cinematic, yeah. oh, beautiful camera. If, if you've not watched this yet, please... Go on any social media, just type in Adam Hadwin. So Tackle. Adam, Adam Hadwin is... Actually, don't do that. One of, yeah, one of Nick... Uh, <laughs> Adam Hadwin is one of Nick uh, Taylor's friends, and he kind of ran onto the green with a bottle of champagne to celebrate. And a security guard kind of caught up in the moment, obviously not a keen golf follower, no idea who these hey. people are. Kind Listen, of, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, shimmied, like, shimmied around Nick Taylor and his caddy, like dropped God, the shoulder, so looped on the inside and just plain rugby tackled yeah. Yeah, and now Adam he's, Hadwin he's, to the ground. I heard, you know, the guy with the Mitchell Orb Ultra, he got a contract with Mitchell Orb. This guy now has an NFL he's contract. A, he's in the NFL, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just yeah. been signed to a practice squad. What's an unbelievable story. It's going to be going to be a good year for that guy. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this, this was a great segue to allow Mick to pull up the standings yes, for the, please let us the major tournament. So we are two majors in. What are the current standings? Uh, the current standings are, in fact, should we go... <laughs> We'll have to go in reverse order, actually. I'm losing currently. Okay. I'm on 343 points. Okay. Um, Peter, you're third. Actually, no. Yes, you're third. Correct. 328 <laughs> points. The reason that I was slightly confused there is because, actually, weirdly enough, we have tied first. Yeah. Jacob and Kieran, 254 points. And Kieran has used a sub. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we have allowed uh, a few subs with a... If your player doesn't make the tournament or misses the cut, they get the number of players who miss the cut. Um, yep. the, the last place finish, should I say. So, for example, the PGA, Fitzpatrick missed the cut. He got 76 points because that's how many players missed the cut. There what, we go. What a disgrace, by the way. Come on, Matt. Yeah, well, this is his tournament. This is true. Defending this is, champ. Yeah, defending this champ, yeah. is his tournament. And who's got him in his team... Your boy. Yeah, but he, so, he didn't win the US Amateur at this one, so he won't win. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's the qualifying criteria. <laughs> yeah. Apparently so. Um, okay, so a quick Put rundown. Line, he loves it. Yeah. A quick rundown. Pete has Ram, Cam Smith, Sam Burns, Francesco Molinari. Are all of them playing? Yes. Yeah. I And now Cam Smith is uh, going to be back on the PJ Tour. He's now eligible to be a really good player again. So <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm, allowed to like him again I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, I look forward to Cam Smith winning this one. Very good. Jacob, you have McIlroy. Tom yeah. Kim, who you're a bit down on. Mm, yeah. Not, not a great year. Um he, he does like getting muddy, but he doesn't like making cuts. He did he 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 was fine at the Masters, I think, and then missed the cut at PGA. Mm, potentially. Um I think he but did I think quite well I, at the Masters, I, hey, He's the problem. The problem I've got with him this week is he's, and I said this every time, is he's not a big hitter. Yeah, but he's very accurate with the driver. He was 16th at the Masters. So I'm hoping this week. There's been talk about the driving stuff this week, and it might not be as important as people think it might need to be. Well, I think the Open's his best chance. One man who's not going to struggle with the driver, Mr. Hovland. No, player yeah. and winner again on the PJ Tour. Yeah. Oh yeah. Forgot yeah. about that as well. Yeah, the Memorial. Come on, Big Vic. Um, and then you got Moronk. Yeah, he's he's hey, he's playing. He's a good player. Yeah, There's, he's playing. He's a good player. I mean, I, I think my, I think I've probably got the sniffiest outsider really at the moment, Francesco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was convinced at the start of this year Francesco would refine that form for I an Italian Ryder Cup. I thought the same, <laughs> and it ain't happened yet. Yeah. They better win here. Probably get me in the team. That could be it. Um, Kieran subbed out uh, Zalataris and went for Lowry. He's now got Lowry, Scheffler, Finau, and. Brooks. Yeah, we don't. Good team. Yeah, very good team. Good team. Um, I mean, looking at that, could you really look past Brooks now? 
I mean, tough. He, Very he, tough. He looks like Brooks of old um, during the USBJ where he's going to turn up for four majors a year with three of them. Collect the paycheck. Yeah, and just well, like, be him again. In about 10 minutes' time, I'm going to tell you why he won't. Oh, wow. good Lord. Spoilers. Um, and then I have Fitzpatrick, Morikawa, Sunjay Im, and <laughs> Rob McIntyre. <laughs> One second. <laughs> well done, Rob. Well done, Rob. Go on, Rob. Um, did you say that he was in the field? Right. So I was uh, when I was reading up about the course, the um, <laughs> the stuff that came up was about the 2017 Walker Cup, and I was. This is also going into me trying to do some research of the player that I want to pick for who I think might do well this week. And because, like last week, it's another course that we just don't have much to go off apart mm. from guys just playing it, and Max Homer being the course record holder, by the way. Just wow. A, there you go. Just a little side note. Record breaker um, season two. So <laughs> in the in the US team. It was Scheffler has played there, um, but he, was only, he only played a couple of games, I think. Um, Morikawa, he won all four of his matches in the Walker Cup. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cameron Champ. And Cameron Champ. one other guy, and I can't remember. And Rob McIntyre played in the GB&I team. Mm. And after that, it said that he would be in the field this week. But when I went onto the US Open website, he was not in the field. He's not in the field. Mm-hmm. So, look... You've got, a, you've got a decision to make. Well, I say a decision to make. I think the decision has already been made. The decision has been made. So I You're am, summing him. I'm, I'm going to take a sub. Okay. So official rules of subbing out a player, you have to take a automatic miscut from the major that you've subbed out. So that will be added to the score, and you can only pick outside the current top 25 in the world. Did Kieran have to pick outside I the top, top 50? 50. Uh, no, it's top 25. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does that change things? Wow, things might change. Okay, so we'll come back to that now. Mick is not prepared for this <laughs> at all. Um, no, who, were you, who, who did you have in your mind? Minwoo Lee. And this was when you were looking at top 50? Mm. Okay, or, or outside top 50, should I say. There's some incredible players just oh. outside top 25. There's, yeah, oh. there's, some, there's some guys that you can have there. I, I, think, I think that's a great show. But he's 25. Ooh. Who is it? Justin Rose. Oh, yeah. Nice. Can't have him then, can I? If, no. he, if he's 25, I think we could probably... What was he... Hang on. What was he before this week? Because I'm sure he's gone up because of his finish. Yeah, he would have... He was 28th. Yeah, yeah. So... I, I, I'd, I'd be happy to let Justin Rose in. Just because I want him in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Justin Rose He's fan. not on my team, but at least he's on someone. Adam Scott. There's some... Big players you can have there. Ryan Fox. I like Ryan Fox. Mm, that's not who I was thinking of. Sahith Tagala. Well, how about, Jacob, you tell Hideki. us who is going to win the oh, US oh, Open. Oh, with pleasure. And I'll, and I'll do a little bit of research. With and then I'll pick whoever pleasure. it is you say is going to win. Now, this is my third installment of trying to do this. The first time at the Masters, I picked Cantley. And he, doing was, well. he, he won was the most there. annoying he was award. there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we spoke about him. He was there a lot. He was there a lot for, for a long time. He was, and he was still there. But unfortunately, no cigar. He he did not win. And I think he even fell out of the places, which is, again, very annoying. Good. Um, second installment was much worse. <laughs> I went for Finau, which was terrible. Um, we'll put in a little moment, just say that I did say Corey Connors, and he was there and then fell off again. So... Third time lucky, hopefully. <laughs> this is the one. And I've tried to concise it down a little bit more because I know for some people it's interesting, for some people I can blab on quite a lot. So yeah, we're those we're those people. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> so what I've tried to do this time around is uh, main, mainly kind of what I base a lot of the stuff on is looking at trends. That's kind of my thing. And then if I can try and bring data into it and how people set up for golf courses, then I can. So. First things first, I just needed to find a pool of players. And from looking at what I was what I was looking for, the last 10 winners of the US Open have all come from inside the top 30. Okay. So, Mick, whoever you pick right now ain't winning. Well, actually, no, if you pick them from 5 yeah, from to 30. <laughs> 25 to 30, 30 yeah, yeah. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, wrote all those names down and had to move um, Zalatoris anyway. So, we were down to 29 as it was. Zalatoris. The last 10... Uh, US Open winners have all been aged between 23 and 33. Okay. Which is exactly why Brooks Kepp is not winning this year. Wow. Because he's 34. Interesting. Though I will say, 
Rory McIlroy is also 34. It's very true. I, so, I, I really don't fancy Rory this week. Okay. So. Uh, some people do, but that lost, uh, that lost us eight people. I don't, think, I don't think he'll ever win a major again. Okay. Yeah. I, I think he's going to retire soon. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to sack it off. So we, that knocked off eight people from our top 30. Then in the last 10 US Opens, the, um, the last 10 winners have posted a top 25 in a previous US Open. So they have some record of doing well okay. kind of thing and that got knocked off another six so the guys we're left with after three rounds is Scheffler, Rahm, Cantlay, Shoffley, Fitzpatrick, Smith, Hatton, Thomas and Fleetwood. Wow. Okay. Oh God I can see how I can <laughs> see where this, I can going, see where this is going. <laughs> so continued on the uh, 10 last uh, winners of the US Open have posted a top 10 in either of their last two starts that knocked off uh, another two. And then uh, who nine. Did, who did knock off? Uh, that knocked off Hatton and Thomas. <laughs> In the eight of the last ten winners, um, sorry, say that again. In nine of the last eleven, they have not won a major before. Wow! First time winner. First time winner. Which okay. is unusual for the US Open. You Which, think that like yeah. would, would favor I, really I was quite experience. surprised. One being Kepka going back to back. Yeah. So kind of a guy who kind of knows how to play it anyway. And then Jordan Spieth in 2015 or whatever yeah. it was. Um which knocked off a few more. <laughs> maybe it's like maybe it's like oh I I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how bad this is about to be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like I don't they have a preconception with, of, yeah. of how hard yeah, maybe, this is going to be. Maybe. So I'm just like, cool, I'll just play my game and not worry too much about yeah. it. And then the seventh and final trend that I kind of sort of knock off people was uh, 10 of the last winners have posted a top 10 in their last three major starts. So that would be the PGA champ, Augusta, and then the Open of last, last year. year. Yeah. So that left me with... Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. One, two, three, four, five players being Scheffler, Cantley, Fitzpatrick, Smith, and Fleetwood. Okay. Good. I have some of those. Right. Oh, my word. Yeah. You've got a table. He's actually got a bloody I've table got, I've got on a table. his yeah. name he, sheet of paper. He, you, mo you, you were out today, right? You were filming, uh, you, were you were, you know, doing something on a golf course on the coast. Jacob was sat there giggling to himself about how fun he was, how much fun wow. he was having with yeah. the data. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would say that um, my outside pick, well, not such an outside pick, is a great player, but I, I do fancy Hatton this week. Yeah, I, I, I liked I liked Hatton. Yeah, yeah. I like Hatton. For um, yeah, sorry, just to reiterate the one about the last that the have never won a major before. So sorry, so Fitzpatrick and Smith are knocked off, so it left three now. Okay. So uh, Scheffler, Cantley, and Fleetwood are the three that are left. Good lord. So now, <laughs> I can't oh, believe and, this. and sorry, and Scheffler. Yeah, Scheffler's gone. Yeah. So it's left with Cantley and Fleetwood. <laughs> Right, okay. So, shock. I went into, after looking at trends, I wanted to look at actual data of, of playing and you okay. know how they kind of match up. And I've gone through all of the shots gained in kind of every aspect of the game, off the tee, tee to green, approach, around the green, putting. And I've listed them all down for each of the individuals. So, what I decided to do <laughs> oh my God. was tally that all up. Average it out, because I think this week the all-round player is going to win. I don't think it needs to be someone who hits it far. I don't think it needs to be someone who's a good scrambler. I think it's someone who's just got to be consistent all the way through. Okay. Someone who takes ages. So it sort of really weighs up every so, yeah. option yeah. So, <laughs> before they hit. And now I want to I want to set this up by saying you probably think you know where this is going. Now I can take this two ways if I really really want to. I could say Fleetwood. I could say Cantley. If you look at their shots gained and you look at their average then Tommy Fleetwood does come out on top right he averages out as 25 whereas Cantley is uh, 32 okay okay now Fleetwood Fleetwood has had a great last three or four weeks his putting shot up yep. recently he putted he was uh, led the field shots gained putting last week so I could I could stop it now and say Tommy Fleetwood is going to win the US Open and I would be inclined to think that might be the case okay but one of the stats that kept coming up or one of these trends that kept coming up, which I thought was really, really interesting and I just couldn't kind of shove it to the side, <laughs> was two things. One of them was that the last four US Open winners have finished T8 or better in the PGA Championship when it, when it first moved into that May slot. Yeah. In the same year. So Woodland, DeChambeau, um, Brooks and Fitzpatrick. 
have all had a finish in T8 or better the last four times or whatever it is. So if you look at that, neither of them actually set up for that. Cantlay finished T9, Fleetwood finished T18 in the PGA Championship. So you could knock, you could you know eradicate that. But then if you look at the last uh, eight winners of the US Open, they have finished inside T13 in their last major start, which does bring Cantlay into the picture. Okay. So... In terms of how I want to set this up, I could <laughs> pick Patrick Cantley oh again. My oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I, I, you look, I can, I can, you, you, can, you can decide. Cantley also has a wonderful record in California, by the way. His, his, his finishes in, in L.A. Just, are just really pick good. Him. Just, just pick him. Cantley, just, just, just do it. All right. The winner, <laughs> the winner of the 2023 US Open is Patrick Cantlay. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, listen, the, the, the data dive there is unfortunate in many respects because that mm. is pulling up a winner which now, not many people are that excited about. Now, look, I'm, I'm still going to be betting on Fleetwood anyway. I would have done, done that anyway. That, that's not going to yeah. change. He's just solid. Um, if Scotty Scheffler learns how to putt this week, he will win. Yeah, his... His game, T to green, has been fantastic recently, yeah. and yet his putting has been woeful. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he top, is, he's top 10 every stat. So he is first off the tee, first tee to green, first in approach, sixth in around the green, and then 148th in putting. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bizarre, it's isn't like it? He's like, putting left-handed or something. Like, he's bear, awful. Bear in mind, this, good. Bear in mind this, is, this is Scottish Shuffler who's won the Masters. You know, we are talking about someone who yeah. has won a major where the greens are slick. You know, this is someone who knows how to put. It's just, it's so strange. It, it's just really weird. He's, for whatever reason... The bloody hell's happened to him? He's just not there on the greens at the moment. Too I, much coffee. I, I, I kept saying it to Mick. I was like, I'm not getting on this re-podcast and saying that Scotty Scheffler's going to win. Because not, not only do I find that particularly boring if I just come on here and go, oh, yeah, the best player in the world. Yeah, he might win it. But I, 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 to be fair, actually, if his putting continues, and I don't actually see a reason why it's going to automatically change. Now, you can have a hot streak for a week short, but these greens look tough. Do you know what's, yeah. you know what's worse about that is that Scotty Scheffler's putting is actually the only bit of his game that I can watch without cringing, so... <laughs> you just don't like, like Scotty Scheffler's swing. Or just him, yeah. I can't stand it. Mm. I like Adam Scott. I mean, that is a... I like the pretty swing. That is the yeah. contingency yeah, of I everyone do. that... Talk about the one player who's worse than him at putting. <laughs> yeah, but he's got his bloody broomstick to, yeah. to help him. Yeah, but he can see the greens and also do the brownie salute at the same time. Can I can I face the camera and say that Tommy Fleetwood is going to win and we can just cut it? We <laughs> yeah, can cut yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. listen, hey, whoever it is, if if Tommy came through and won his first major, it'd be amazing. He's playing oh. some fantastic golf. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if this week would have taken a little bit out of him, maybe, but Ooh, we'll see. Well, maybe it taught him that he can win. I I just have one more thing because. My God. I, Lord, I, I'm honestly, I'm telling you, the, the, amount, the amount of stuff that I've gone through is absurd. Um, but this is what I want to do for the Rough Cut Golf Podcast, you know. Yeah, this, yeah. this is a proper entity. Um, <laughs> touching, if, you, if you have to say so, it doesn't make it. Touching, touching upon the length of the golf course, and I think that the scoring probably is going to be single-figure winner this week. I think it might be a 7-8 under kind of job. Okay. The because of how far they're going to have to be hitting into greens, I thought it would be quite interesting to see who averages up and is quite good on the PGA Tour this year with 200 yards in in birdie or better. And Tommy Fleetwood is fifth on that list. <laughs> is Morikawa top of that list? Uh, I don't know. I think it's Fino, actually. Oh, no. Well, Cantlay is also on this list. I'm, obviously. I mean, the, sick of it. I think the one thing we found out like this year from all these stats, which are incredibly in-depth and in very interesting, is that... Canley is probably the best all-round player yeah. in the world, he, like not every, to win a major. Every time we have this conversation, he comes up as yeah, being. Look, he's, he's just on that the, on the edge. He's just that person in the corner who's at the party, yeah. who won't leave, and he just <laughs> sticks around. He's an unwelcome guest. He I just think, sticks around, and eventually, he's just going to walk over, slam his drink on the table, and say, "All right, boys, this is mine." <laughs> I mean, that to, to exactly your point of uh, like when you look at it, he averages out as, you know, an, as an all round golfer, one of, if not the best in the world. Yeah. So what I did try and do this time is kind of get rid of stats from the get go and just kind of go on trend. But he's just still, still, yeah, he still finds it, his way yeah. back in. And that's obviously kind of 
doing it this way is a, is how a guy like Tommy Fleetwood has probably come into it because yeah. if you look on, if you just went on face value and went on his stats and particularly with driving and you know, I'm obviously giving him kind of a little bit of the benefit of doubt in that area and I'm if I think I think T to Green he's he's off the t- no T to Green he's great off the tee I think he's like 68th or something like that so. Again, yeah. he's not, take, he's take, not, take it all mm. with a pinch of salt. He's, he's I will not particularly say long, but the rest of his game kind of makes up for it. In, he, and he, his he was driving it was very again. Good. He was driving it great last week. Yeah. He was driving it really good. So, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be backing him. Doesn't mean you have to back him, but I hope that we uh, and, we get one okay. finally that come through. And uh, when you've watched the tournament, come back to this video and comment below whether you hate Jacob for getting it wrong because you betted with him or you love Jacob because you betted with him and yeah. Cantley went and won. Or you hate Jacob because he got it right. And you didn't. The one thing that I think we've, uh, we tend to kind of crop this into a short little video and put it online and stuff like that. And I always see the comments of like, oh, this age well. Yeah. Like, well, exactly. Yeah, that's, like, the, that's point. the whole point. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't, if I knew the person, I would tell you right now. But oh, I don't. Well. You, you do, do. it's currently. <laughs> right. So that in depth insight into the stats provided by Professor Jacob Broadbridge has Thank given you. Mr. Unprepared himself to pick a player for his team after he maliciously dumps Rob McIntyre, friend of the channel, out of his squad. It's, I mean, it's not malicious. He just isn't going. Like, I'm, I can either take the miscut and continue with him to the open, where he also just probably a, won't make the I can't. Cut. I can't believe you're not showing faith with him. I can't believe you're not sticking with him. Listen, Sam Burns, he's my boy. He's having a stinker, uh, apart from his winner of the match play. But I'm sticking with him. Yeah, come on, Molin- Tom. Molinari, like I ain't letting him go. Yeah, but I'm trying to. I'm last. I'm trying to salvage something. Yeah, it's desperate. It is desperate. You're scratching around. You're throwing your crew I overboard. Am. And in a in a vein of desperation, um, I would like to um, potentially take you up on your offer. Okay. Um, and select the player who is currently 25th in the world. If that if that's agreeable to you, Jacob, also. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm okay with it. I'm okay yeah. with it. Uh, when I think, when yeah. I decided I was making a sub, which was uh, just after the PGA, when Rob McIntyre didn't turn up, um, he was outside the top twenty. Yeah, no, so I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, well, I mean, he even was last week. Now, I think the Kieran we did stipulate that it was like the current standings. So we are. I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to also abide by those rules and go for someone who isn't Justin Rose because I have another option. Okay, I mean, it's a grey area. It's a grey area. I think. I think if we find ourselves in a grey area, then we just have to say no. Okay. Wow. Well, no. Okay. Justin. Wow. Okay, so, so sorry, Mama. no, Justin Rose. I was gonna. You know, I was gonna. Hey, I was gonna have Matt and Justin as my. Just kind of be be annoyed that he was too good this week and he went was, up in the yeah, rankings. He was far too good. Um. Well, then my second choice is uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Okay. Who is currently twenty. Sixth in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you went far. Yeah. Hey, well, look, look if, if you go down the list, right, down from where, from Justin Rose at 25, Hideki at 26, Shane Lowry, who's just gone at 27, mm-hmm. Sahith Tagala in his kind of like breakout year, hey. mm. not having great finishes, Corey Connors, Russell Henley, Siwoo Kim, Wyndham Clark, Seb Stracker. Thigala, Thigala oh, would have been... Yeah. Thigala, Corey Connors. LA, LA guy, Pepperdine yeah, University. Good. Yeah. He's, uh, based on his... Four, I don't think this is his year to... This is his year to just enjoy himself, be great, hey, look, if the, and if not the worry trend, about winning if the a trend flame. Suggest you need to have played between five to eight U.S. Opens, and he has only played in yeah. one. So, yeah. so I'm going. I'm going to go Hideki Matsuyama. And he's never won a major. But he's no, never no, won no, a major. But that well, was bringing back in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, Mick's squad is reassembled, minus a proud Scotsman. Rob, I still love you, mate. Rob, I love you. You just don't play well enough. Do you know that Scotland is the second winningest nation in the US Open. I did not know yeah. that. It's so America, then Scotland, and then England, and well, GB and I. Is that, I'm guessing, well, Scotland stays on its own. Recent history. Oh, no. <laughs> this, is, this is back in the day. Yeah, comment below if you know the uh, last Scottish winner of the US Open, and I will give you a handshake next time I see you. No researching. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, that is our quick... Kind of re preview quick. of the quick, quick, quick. Uh, our preview of the US Open. I, I'm very much looking forward to it yeah, now. It's going to be a good tournament. I think it's been a little bit overshadowed in the last few weeks about with what, what's been going on in the world of men professional yeah. golf. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an interesting situation as 
the Live players who are now in apparent limbo between Live and the PGA. Apparently, yep. Live is carrying on. Yes, but for it now, might not be carrying on. Yeah, but then the team golf is also going to exist, so maybe those teams exist. And uh, so maybe they do exist, and then the live players will not be welcomed back to the PGA Tour, except they will if they pay a fine. And qualify again. And loads of but other Brooks, stuff. Brooks gets more exemptions, so... In other words, we still have no, <laughs> no idea, idea, have no idea what's going on, what is going on. And it it is quite <laughs> surprising that... We are not the only ones. Uh, literally, nobody knows what is going to be happening. <laughs> For more um, golf insight, come next week. With this. <laughs> it's, it is a very strange situation. And I, and it's just, for me, is re-emphasized what I kind of felt last week. This is a decision which has been taken by about five blokes in a back room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we are just understanding more and more about it with each day. And what we are understanding more and more is that there is a lack of understanding about how this will work. Yep. It's been agreed, but not much detail has been passed. So let's just go play some golf. Yeah. We let's will see it. how it Let goes them on. play some golf. Let them yeah. play some golf. Hey, yeah. we can play some golf. Oh, if we want. You want to go play golf? Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> cool. Um, right. We have no guest play this week uh, as Kieran is not here and we are revamping uh, this yes, particular. So, so next week will be the first normal episode of the new season. So there'll be a new intro and a new. So be prepared for that. Yeah. Oh, actually, it might be. It could be this one. We can film it tomorrow and do it tomorrow. Uh, maybe I might not be here. Oh. Remember, you might, to, to, you might have to film yours right it, now. It, then. It'll have to be. It'll have to be next week. Now, now I'm done. I am done. I'm sweating yeah, my, yeah. Too my warm. big fat bottom off. So, okay. on go. the subject of Pete's big fat bottom, see you next week. Yeah, that's the third, third, third time um, If it. you haven't already, give the YouTube channel a subscribe and make sure that you follow us on all your favorite podcast providers all right guys in there stay tuned for next week as well because we're doing the uh giveaway announcement yes as yeah. well uh for the rough cut gold podcast i think we've got two ten thousand subscribers yes. on youtube all right bye have a good night you were so see you later see you later come enjoy. on Tommy. enjoy 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 <laughs>